the memory verses. The memory verse is 149, Psalm 149, uh, verse 1, which says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and praise his congregation and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Let me read that again. And uh, if you can do me a favor, brother, and get on this video and get and share it with Melissa just so that she can she'll have it for this uh, this time around. So thank you. Um, Psalm 149, verse one. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. So last time around, last chapter, we talked about, uh, we just introduced the concept of music. Music is a, um, music as a language, music as, um, uh, yeah, music as a language, music just, just kind of introducing the concept of what they're trying to communicate and so on and so forth. And ironically, we're driving down the road here and uh, now you'll think to look at it, but if you go north from here, there's a music store across the street, Arthur's Music Store. Now, that's not necessarily ironic because that store's been there for a very long time. But on the wall outside of the store is a big banner that says, what's it say? No. What's it say? You remember what I told, I told you guys we needed to remember it? Music is the language of mankind. The universal language of mankind. Yes, music is the universal language of mankind by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow said that. So anyways, big long name, must be an important guy. Uh, not, not necessarily, but anyways, uh, it's right across the street. Says it right there. They must have been watching the videos or something and and uh, thought, where can I get that somewhere? Um, what's that? Oh, you did? Oh, really? Don't tell anybody that. He knows how to play. <laughs> so he thinks. All right. So this week we're looking at, uh, hopefully we'll get through the whole thing. And I forgot to check to see how many slides there were, but we're just going to push it as far as we can, as fast as we can. So um, we're looking here at new life, new music. If you're born again today, you have a new life. And, uh, that new life should be um, filled with new music, a new song, right? Um, <clears throat> so here uh, we have, behold, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 12, verse number two. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He is become, he also has become my salvation. Uh, you did move that down there in case, in case... So, so it's all the way around. Okay. Um, also, Exodus chapter 15, verse number two says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will, uh, I will prepare him and habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. Uh, Psalm chapter 118, verse number 14 says, The Lord is my strength and song, and is become my salvation. Um, these being mirrors. Of these uh, of these passages, uh, in other words, they're they're not they're, it's not some obscure thing just one time said, but these things being said over and over again, uh, they're prominent and they represent the books all all three. Well, they represent uh, the books of prophecy, uh, the books of poetry, and the books of history in the Bible. So we find them in multiple places here. So uh, our salvation. The Lord has delivered us from the penalty of sin, and we belong to Him. Or if you want to personalize it as it says, I, right? He's delivered me from the penalty of sin, and I belong to Him. Um, strength, He has delivered me from the power of sin, and I can serve Him in His strength. And my song, He has earned my praise, therefore I sing a new song. And so this is this is uh, going along with the the basic three points of those three verses. Isn't that interesting. Three verses, three main points. There's something in that. Um, so God is salvation. God is 
as and as God is strength, or as God is salvation and as God is strength, so God is song. Okay? Interesting. Um, I, I don't want to spend too much time here, but I will mention um, there's something about threes. There's something about threes um, when it comes to God and when it comes to music, right? We recognize God as three in one. Uh, we recognize the Trinity, right? The triune nature of God. And we talked about that in Sunday school uh, and have been talking about it in Sunday school. Uh, but we see here also the triune nature of our salvation and how God is involved or the triune nature of God in our salvation, right? So we see deliverance as one of the nature, one of the things we see uh, strength as another. And then we see the song him being those three things for us. He is our salvation. He is our strength. He is our song much to be considered when we consider that. And we'll get into it later, but there's three basic parts of music as well. The melody, the harmony and the rhythm. And so also there are generally three notes in a chord for music. So just some things to consider. What else can we conclude? Well, concerning the attributes of God here, we have God is the source of our strength. God is the source of our salvation and God should also be the source of our music. Uh, therefore, the music in the believer's life must reflect his character, not the believer's character, but God's character. That's why there's a capital H there, if you can see it way down there toward the ground. Um, then we have um, we have uh, these attributes here, or some, some things about his character. Interesting how we're talking about the moral attributes of God in Sunday school, isn't it? Isn't it so interesting? Uh, even as I mentioned last night at church, I said, uh, I said it's, it's interesting how we're, we're talking about repentance on Wednesday night, and repentance came up in the Monday night class. Wow, pretty cool. God's holiness, God's justice, God's righteousness, God's order, His purity, His beauty, all of these attributes should be reflected in our music. Okay? So, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 helps us with further understanding concerning the believer's music. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God. And this, uh, the word follower there is uh, mimitas or mimites, which has to, it's kind of like where we get a concept of mimicking, right? Um, so we can be followers of Him in holiness, in justice, in righteousness, in order, in purity, in beauty. In other words, there, again, literally being mimickers of God. Uh, is that a music verse? No. But is there a music application? Yes, absolutely. Well, how? Psalm uh, 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify Him with thanksgiving. Magnifying God magnifies His attributes. We magnify these attributes in song. All right? <clears throat> then we have, uh, remember Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. It says, We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. That workmanship, uh, Titus chapter 2, verse 5. There talks about, I'm going to turn there because I don't have it typed out here, but Titus chapter 2, verse 5, <clears throat> talking about the, uh, the name of God being blasphemed among the heathen, I believe is what, um, what we're looking at here. It says, uh, this is uh, talking about the, the older women teaching the younger women, it says in verse number 4, that they may teach the young women to be sober, uh, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Uh, in other words, our actions and our associations and how we act can cause the word of God to be blasphemed in other people's eyes. And interestingly enough, yesterday uh, afternoon at three o'clock, we had the, the financial literacy 
course that we're doing at, uh, at the mission. And uh, we talked about how Solomon said, you know, feed me with food convenient for me, right? Uh, don't give me too much and don't give me too little, right? He says, if you give me too much, I'm just kind of explaining, not necessarily quoting. He says, if you give me too much, then, you know, I'll be lifted up and I'll forget you. If you give me too little, then I might steal to, to, to take care of my hunger. And if I do that, it's going to blaspheme the name of my God or take the name of my God in vain. Um, in other words, our actions actually can cause people to look at us and, 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 and our representation of God brings blasphemy because we being a representation of the Lord as Christians, right? That's the concept. Isn't that why we're called Christians? Because we're like Christ. Well, if our Christ-likeness is actually worldliness, then it blasphemes the Word of God and the name of God. And so uh, that is something that takes place. Well, uh, for example, here, um, we'll, uh, we'll let you hear something about uh, this blasphemy. And I'll have to stop it uh, somehow, but... Careless I am reckless yeah. I'm a wrong way traveling slowly unraveling shell of a man Burn out I'm so numb now That the fire's just an ember way down in the corner This is uh a Christian group, um, this, this uh, sound is a sound that I believe that the world associates with not God. The sound. I'm not talking about the words and the words are, and the way the words are sung even, there's a certain attitude in the voice that you can hear. Um, and, and that we're going to deal with some of that communication and stuff as we deal with some more samples and things. We're going to have some samples where I'm going to ask you, hey, what do you see? You hear it. What does it make you see or feel? Um, so this uh, the, the song title there is The Altar and the Door. It's from their, their, uh, their album there, The Altar and the Door. Uh, this nine of the ten tracks in this, on this CD are, um, are uh, uh, rock music. So... Anyways, not, not just, by the way, I'm not just trying to throw certain bands or certain things under the bus, so to speak. What we're really trying to do is we're trying to give some examples and some, some, some ways that we can examine things and ensure that what we're doing, what we're putting out is a, is a new song, not the old song of the devil, the old song, the old music, the old sound of, of the world, but a new sound, a new song. And so we want to we want to examine everything carefully. Now, when we examine everything carefully, we're not trying to produce, like I said before, we're not trying to produce a bunch of hypercritical people over music. What we're trying to do is we're trying to produce people that know why they believe what they believe, not so much just, oh, yeah, pastor says that's bad music, so we can't do that. No, it's, it's a matter of, you know, why you believe it. Why is it? bad or why does it you know because everybody is going to say at some point that's bad music i mean i'll, I'll give you some examples and you're some of them are going to be like well yeah you know like one last week i think it was initially off off the cuff except for you saying it was quote-unquote christian music uh, off the cuff the initial feel of that sound that's coming out of the speakers is whoa something's not right there Right. So when we examine these things, we, we want to know why, though. Why isn't it right? And so, again, the word of God tells us to prove all things. Hold fast to that or hold fast that which is good. It also tells us to abstain from all appearance of evil. Uh, and that's not just abstaining from evil itself, but even the appearance of evil. See, we talked about uh, the gray areas and the black and white, right? We're not when we talked about that. We're talking about if if it's absolutely right, you prove it and you hold fast to it, right? You hold fast that which is good. If it's 
absolutely wrong, then you reject it. If it's in the middle and it appears to be wrong, it might just kind of look wrong. We abstain from it. It doesn't mean that it's wrong for us to do it per se, but it means that we abstain from it for the sake of the testimony of the Lord. Um, furthermore, the secret power of music here, David Tame says, uh, so comparing the classics and 20th century music, he says, spiritual level of the two here, it is a question of motive, of the goal of the music. It is a fundamental question of morality. Interesting. Well, he goes on to say, music is an experience. Experience molds about a third of our character. Judging from psychological studies, therefore, some portion of this uh proportion of our character traits is the result of the music we hear. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So it says, uh, it says here, music is an experience. Experience molds about a third of our character. Judging from, uh, judging from uh, psychological studies, therefore, some portion of this proportion, this third of our character, um, this proportion of our character traits is the result of the music that we hear. Um, Confucius said, music molds character. See, we're not just talking about people that agree with us. You guys know we don't agree with Confucius on a lot of things. I agree with him on that. So... Um, all shook up here by Carson Holloway or Holloway uh, said, if as Aristotle teaches and as few would deny character results from habit, uh, from repeatedly acting and feeling in certain ways, then surely sufficient exposure to a certain kind of music along with the feelings it inspires and acts uh, it encourages can form one's character. I know some of these are harder to like catch, right? So what he's saying here, if as Aristotle teaches and few would deny, okay, character results from habit. Therefore, right, he says from repeatedly acting and feeling in certain ways, that's habit, right? When you repeatedly act and feel certain ways, then surely sufficient exposure to a certain kind of music along with the feelings and actions that it brings about exposure to that can form one's character can affect one's character. Uh, he further says, and music and character are inextricably intertwined. Some may say, why is that important? Just stay with me. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Some of this stuff is there's, there's a lot of deep stuff here or, wordy stuff, but understand that there's, there's a, there's a purpose for it. So popular music reminds us that all music arises in a social context. We remember a piece of music and return to it again and again, because it means something because it has the power to change our lives. Hmm. You may say, I don't think I understand. Well, where'd my mouse go? Here we go. I'm going to play something. I'm going to play a few somethings here. And I want you to consider what you, what kind of scenes come into your mind. So everybody close your eyes and listen to this. Okay. Okay. If you, if you're afraid you're going to fall asleep, don't close your eyes. Uh, but just listen to this and don't focus on anything else.
I'm not asking you to try to figure out what they're saying. <laughs> right. Okay. So, what? Peaceful. What kind of scenes might you have considered from the sound there? <laughs> a, a church building, Catholic church, uh, 80 foot ceiling, angels sitting on clouds. What else? Okay. Okay. What else? What else? Anything else? Right. Right. So let me ask. Uh, so let me let me read to you here. It says from your class, you will hear, quote, church, stained glass windows, altar, angels and things like that. Hmm. Why? <laughs> because that's the sound that was being communicated. That's the sound that was being communicated. That was the point of the music was to communicate that kind of sound, except we'll understand it. <laughs> we didn't, we don't, I don't have any idea what they were saying, but the music itself communicated a message. It told you guys peacefulness. It told you guys, you know, uh, church building, cathedrals, uh, and, and um, uh, you know, you, it, you said angels, right? Um, and, and some of you are trying to judge it by like what denomination or what, you know, group, what's that? Uh-huh. So, so, okay. So the question here, um, I can ask is, does this sound represent good or evil ish? The sound, I'm not talking about associating it with a certain religion. Goodish. Okay. <laughs> okay. What purity or corruption? Purity. purity in general, right? I mean, yes. Sometimes you got crazy stuff happening where you got a show that's playing that sound, but then in the background somebody's getting murdered. And you know why they do that? There's there's a couple of reasons. It's it's to corrupt the sound in in people's minds, and it's letting you know, no, not that there's peace in killing. It's letting you know that when everybody out here is peaceful, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's peaceful all the time. Something in the background's happening, and they're completely oblivious to the evil that's happening in the background because they're still peaceful. <laughs> so, um, honesty or deceitfulness, defilement or wholesomeness generally good stuff right is, is kind of what you're feeling there okay we got another one here um let's see so all right so this one try to try to this is another calm one okay but i want you to i want you to try to close your eyes without falling asleep if you need to stand up and do that but um this piece um is uh it, it's called the creation okay and then I want you to identify for me after it's played what event in creation this example may be portraying. Okay.
it's going to cut off without this. What? Okay. So hold on now. We have, it's called the creation. And what is it trying to portray here? What did you say? Something, something comes to fruition. Okay. Creation of the earth. What kind of a scene? What kind of a scene do you think it's portraying here? The sound. Kids, you can answer too. Light. Okay. What else? Yeah. What other things? What time of day do you feel? Morning. Morning. Uh, what time of the morning? Maybe sunrise. That's exactly right. That's exactly what that part of the song was, was the sunrise. I had to turn it up a little bit because of the volume of each one. Yeah, exactly. It's the sunrise, and then it's you're getting into actually the actual creation. You're, yeah. Okay. Well, but you have to consider that the song is called the creation. But that's the sun rising. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Amen. What's that? Yeah, the fell at the end. Yeah, it it cut itself off. That's what it was. So um, now this one, I actually will have to leave the slide and come back after I start it. But um, let me see here. Uh, what's that? When you heard the guy. Um, Okay, I want you to I want you to consider what kind of scenes come to mind with this one. Uh, and again, I'll have to leave it because it won't stop where I want it to stop. So I have to leave it and come back. So um, tell me what scenes come to mind. Just so far. What you're seeing? Riding on a horse. Okay. Okay. I stopped it before some other things happened. We're going to play it again. And what'd you say? Okay. Country scene. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Anything? A hayride. Okay. All country themes, right? Right. But now it's getting in, it's going to get into more, which, you know, how these kind of things happen. It just, it's worse. So we're playing the same thing. Same thing. What kind of scenes? What's it changed to? What's your what's your uh, what's your feel? <laughs> okay. What else? Any any other thoughts? What's that? Some ro romantic something. Okay. Um, didn't take anybody anywhere else? Yeah. Definitely kind of throws throws a different thing out there, right? Um, uh, some people say you start in a country setting and then you end up in a bar or a lounge or dance hall, a nightclub. Um, what's that? Didn't go there. That's because your mind is clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, you know, before there was any lyric, though, your mind was going somewhere because of the sound, right? Yeah. And then when the soloist begins, you know, uh, you know, if you didn't know what she was about to say, which, by the way, this is a quote unquote Christian song, 
um, you start hearing the sound of what, how she's saying it. If you ignore the words, you listen to the sound of the music and the sound of what she's saying. Um, you, you definitely, the feel is, it, it changes. Uh, it changed from the little simple, clean country, countryside type theme to something more, uh, romantic or yeah. Um, what's that? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll play till the sound. What's that? That sound there? Oh, the other thing, it's, uh, I think it's an electric, electric guitar. No, the, this sound right here, right there. That's, I think that's, a, I think that's an electric guitar or something. Or yeah, it might be a banjo, an electric banjo. I'm asking you to listen to the words. You hear the sound of the voice and you hear the, the feel. What is the feel? And le Now listen, you're going to feel something different if you're constantly giving yourself, if you're constantly feeding yourself music like this already. But if you're not feeling, if you're not constantly having a diet of music like this, the feel is an unclean feel, an uneasy, some woman is whispering into my ear feel. Yeah, that's, that's she's, true. she's. So just. Just so you know, that's uh, Susan Ashton, very popular CCM country artist. Okay, so <clears throat> we we listened to those things. We talked about the pictures that come to mind. Um, we we want to make sure that you know, as we're filled with the Spirit, a proper melody is in our heart to the Lord. Um, and by the way, the melody in our heart to the Lord should not be a bar sound. It should not be a your words, floozy, singing to, is that what you said? Okay, it was the, that you were talking about the, the sound, right? Not the woman. Bluesy, I thought you said floozy, I'm just, I'm, I'm going deaf, sorry. Shouldn't be like a bluesy, shouldn't be, a, your, your worship sound should not be a sound that takes you from a nice clear country path to a, a jazz session kind of thing okay now we're there may be some disagreement on this but as we go through here there will be more and more uh agreement but um in uh proverbs chapter number uh, 23 verse number seven says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he the feeling that you're getting and by the way that feel of the way that that the voice the way that the vocals do their thing not only that not the words the way the vocals do their thing the way that the, the, the style in which the music is played and the, the effect that is, that is going for is an emotional effect that rises in your, a lot of these CCM things, it is an emotional effect that often raises lust from within. It does. CCM is contemporary Christian music. So, and again, remember the definition there is not just Christian music that is contemporary. It is a specific type or style of contemporary music. It's it's called contemporary Christian. What's that? Sure. So all things new, if all things are new. So we ought to be, again, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. We ought to prove all things. We ought to uh, recognize that uh, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Consider Psalm 40, verses 1 through 3, right? I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, uh, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And He hath put a new song in my mouth. Many, uh, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and dance. No. Many shall see it and 
rock the house. No. Many shall see it and fear is the word. Fear. And shall trust in the Lord. Isn't it interesting how David here says that when people see the new song that he has, they fear and trust God. It's not about what it does to their, to their flesh. It's about what it does to their heart. By the way, one of the key problems with that last selection was that it was what it does to the flesh. There was definitely a flesh feeling. Now, by the way, just because you stomp the foot does not mean that it's a bad song. Okay? Just because it makes you move a little bit does not mean it's a bad song. However, if the feeling that you start to get is a, is, is a, a, a fleshly feeling, that's not the right feeling. Uh, we'll get into more details on that as we go through here. But new life includes new music. And now we want to consider the Lord's goodness. So again, as I quoted there, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me. Right? He heard my cry. He brought me up out of that horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock, established my goings. You see, that's, that's some good stuff that God's done for us, right? It completes the transformation and caps the new life with a new song. And uh, so the question is, is music important in the believer's life? Yeah. In other words, we do one thing. And God responds sevenfold, right? We we incline, or we we uh, we wait for the Lord patiently, or we you know we we've we've we respond to the, to the, the the salvation call there, right? In this case, uh, David's waiting, but we see that he responds sevenfold. Um, we could also look at Ephesians chapter five verses uh, ten and eleven. Let's see here. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. It's important that a new song is, is a, a part of who we are. And, and a new song doesn't just mean one that I didn't know before. A new song is, it's, we're talking about a totally different kind of song than I used to sing. A totally different kind of style of song. Totally different, you know, everything's different, right? Um, <clears throat> so positive and negative held in proper uh, perspective can result in marvelous growth rings. <laughs> um, and this actually is our last slide. I'm going to read this note that I have here. The foot soldier in the army provides a good illustration of the Christian in this world. One of the things a soldier learns early in his career is how to traverse a minefield. He lives by the principle of testing things which on the surface seem harmless, but in reality are destructive and life-threatening. That which you assume to be harmless without testing and proving in the light of the scriptures can certainly be harmful to your Christian life. Is the minefield in wartime an appropriate and fair analogy to be the uh, to, to the Christian life? Well, if you consider what uh, Peter said in First Peter chapter five, verse number eight, he says, uh, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour." God gives us another very good illustration of the positive and negative in the manner in which he designed marriage in saying yes to one says no to all others. Right. We say, you know, when you say, okay, I'm going to marry this person. What's that mean about everybody else in the world? They're not, they're not good enough for you to marry. Right. Cause you said no to, you know, you're married. You, you said no to, to all others forsaking all. For that one, um, 
Exodus chapter 20, verses 2 and 3, pictures this aspect of the Christian life. He says, I am the Lord thy God. And this is just pieces of the passage there. I'm the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. You may say, that's not balanced. It is God's balance. It is God's. It, it's his design. It's by his design that it's him and no others. Um, so you can. Uh, what can hurt you? in the Christian life, is it that which is good, positive, wholesome? No. No, the things which are questionable in the gray or black category can hurt your testimony and your growth in the Lord. We may certainly conclude then that they need to be pointed out just like the mines in a battlefield. Right. <clears throat> Even in the area of music, you see, you start talking about music. And as we're going to find some people, absolutely. It, it's a giant in their life. And, and by the way, it's not just a giant, but it's an idol. What I enjoy. Is mine. Is the, 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 the concept that a lot of people have, they, they say, well, it's, it belongs to me. I that's mine. I, you can't touch that. Don't talk about, you can't talk about that because I like that. Those are the kind of, those, those may not be the words that come out of people's mouths, but those are the exact feelings that are coming out of people that are, that are coming. They may say, oh, it's not, it's not like you're trying to say there. It's really, there's nothing wrong with that. What they're saying is that belongs to me. Don't touch it. Is that? Denial. You, that, that's, not, that's not something that's up for debate. That's not something that's up for discussion. That's mine. I'm not willing to change in that area. That's what a lot of people will say. In fact, I had a, a young man that uh, um, he, he had heard the gospel and we were talking about uh, things. And he said, he said, you know what? He said, I, I have one question. If I get saved, am I going to have to leave? Like, am I going to have to get rid of all my country music and stuff? And I said, is that what God's telling you? Is that what you're considering, that salvation means that you're going to have to give something up for the Lord? By the way, he wouldn't be getting saved by giving it up. But he knew that when he got saved, he would have to give it up. He knew that it was an idol in his life. And so... I told him, if God's pointed that out to you as sinful and you, and, and, and you know that getting saved means that you have to give it up, then it means you have to give it up. Now, you don't have to give it up to get saved, but if you get saved, you're going to want to give it up. That's why the Lord is really dealing with you on it, is because he's, he's showing you the cost. By the way, the cost of giving up sin is not a high cost. <laughs> um, what that sin does to you. Uh, and, and yes, it may not affect people as, uh, as, as it affects those who are directly involved in it. You know, uh, some of the, the concerts and things, uh, you know, you, you've got the, and I'm, I'm talking about specific secular you know, concerts and things. What do you, what kind of things you have there? Got alcohol. What? Drugs. Lights. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's loud music, right? Um, but but generally, you've got drugs and alcohol and and licentiousness. What's that? Half naked women, which goes along with licentiousness. You know, in other words, loose living and fornication and mm -hmm. and then and then you're there with people who are who are dressed to provoke you. And at the same time, they're dressed to provoke you music that's provoking your desires for those things are happening. Why is it? Uh, why is it not a, 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 a concern or, or a. Uh, you know, we, we often 
wonder or question why is it that all these rock concerts end up with a whole bunch of crazy orgy stuff going on it's because that's what it's there to produce why is it that all these rock stars have all these women and all this stuff going on it's because that's what their music produces and that's the purpose and that's exactly right that is the that is their motto, their heart cry, the purpose for what they're doing is to provoke and encourage the, the natural man, the old man, the sinful flesh. <clears throat> Friends of the world, yeah. Right. So we say that about that rock music crowd. But we're going to get into, as we get through here, we're going to talk, matter of fact, next chapter, next week, we're looking at rock, right or wrong. We'll talk about that. <clears throat> right. It's still doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain things I'll be in a in a store or something, and somebody be they they play their stuff over the over the the speakers and stuff, and I'll I'll hear something, and it'll remind me of back when I heard that or when that song was played at somebody's funeral or played, you know, for yeah, or at a, at a dance at school or you know, whatever it was, you know, way back when I was lost, this song, it pops up and, oh, I remember that song and, or it'll remind you of a certain person and remind you specifically sometimes of what that song did, not just to you, but did to you and that person. In some cases, you know, you've, you've got songs that specifically encourage fornication, not in the words, but in the sound. It's that's that's what we often miss when we consider music and we, we're like, well, why do you listen to that music? Because it makes me feel good. The, the question. Right. But well, when then when you say it makes me feel good, you have to ask the question. What part of you is feeling good? What is it catering to? Is it catering to your soul or is it catering to your flesh? There's a reason that we like things that cater to our flesh, right? There's a reason that I would like to go down to Dairy Queen every time we come to church. There's a reason for it. Now, I'm not saying there's something wrong with it once in a while. It's I've maybe got a blizzard addiction, right? That's better than, as we talked about last night, the grass addiction. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar and the grass, your grass addiction. Um, you got to watch that. There was, there was, we had a great time. It was fun. Um, so, Anyways, uh, there, there's, a, there's a reason, though, that we lust after things. It's because it fulfill, fulfills the lust of the flesh. But if we walk in the Spirit, we'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If we have a new song in our heart. That's why a lot of times it doesn't matter. I mean, we drive along. I'll be whistling something or singing something or whatever. Um, and, or, I'll, or, you know what, I'll play KNVBC or whatever, you know. Uh, play play some some you know Christian now you got to be careful with them even because sometimes they you know they clean up a CCM song and then you're like that's a good song and then you're like why wait a minute and then you look it up on YouTube and you're like oh man uh, but anyways um, kids how often do I am I like whistling a song or like all the time uh, only in like only when I'm like happy. I, I even whistle when I'm frustrated. Happy song, exactly. You 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 heard it from the kid's mouth. You know, frustrated about something. I'm happy in the service of the king. I'm happy, oh so happy, right? Or or maybe it's uh, what what? Blessed assurance, amen. Blessed assurance. Uh, you know what? Life is tough right now. 
blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine right heir of salvation i'm an heir of salvation a purchase it was a purchase of god i'm born of his spirit washed in his blood this is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day long think about that man some some songs though i get i'll, I'll go like two or three years and there's a specific song that's always there and then once in a while, I try to, because I don't do it always on purpose, so to speak. It's become a part of who I am. I whistle things, and it's, it's a song that's in my heart that I'm not even consciously thinking of. I'll be whistling it, yeah, at the cross. What, what's the other one I do a lot of times? You guys, you, guys, you guys pay attention to it, and your mom pays attention to it. Melissa, she's, she'll finish, like I'll be whistling something or whatever, and she'll finish it and throw little extra things on it and stuff and and. And she'll be whistling along. Part of it, I, I, I was like, stop that. Because she's like, she's making fun of me because I'm, I'm whistling and I'm, you know, having a great time, you know, over here worshiping the Lord and whistling. And uh, <laughs> what, what, what other things? Blessed Assurance is my church bus song. That's the one, you know, when I'm driving, picking people up, that's what I'm usually whistling or singing. What's that? Yesterday. I was whistling when I was working on the truck. Man. <laughs> Did I was I whistling while I was while I was uh Okay. What about what about when I was um when I was uh welding the the bolt I broke? Was I whistling then or just focusing? <laughs> don't remember. All right. I'm just, I'm just trying to remember. I don't, I don't even, I don't ever pay attention to it. It's just, it just happens, you know? And sometimes I have to watch it though. Cause sometimes I'll be, it, the songs in my heart, somebody's talking, I'm whistling. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm paying attention to you. I just have to let this out. You know, <laughs> was I, what was I whistling walking to the hospital? See, I don't even remember. I was walking 15 miles an hour. Right. What was I whistling walking into the hospital? What's that? Did I? Huh. See, I don't think that's a problem. That's a new song in my heart. Amen. Right. Right. Is it, does it really have something to do with your teeth? Really? I've never tried it. <laughs> really? Brother Kaiser's a good whistler too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, he we we joked about having a whistling quartet one time. He said, "But well, we'd have to blindfold ourselves because when you're whistling and you look at somebody, you you smile and it messes it all up. You can't keep whistling, you know." Um, I couldn't give you an example because I, I'd be smiling. I can't can't keep my face. I have to turn around and whistle. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Music is useful. Music does stuff. And that's why people use it. People use music because it is a powerful tool. And, uh, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Mm. 
Never, never heard that before. Man. It's that belt sander. He's got a belt sander. He'll take care of it. Amen. Sandblast? Man. Yeah, I would think so. What's that? Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just get a get a sweatband that you put on over it. Keep it on over it. Oh man. Yeah. say it's it, it's a good idea to remove remove tattoos that you it's a good idea to remove tattoos that are that you know that are that are like definitely bad however i will say that if you already have one and it's not like belligerent it's a good reminder of where you came from not saying that you not saying that you shouldn't get rid of it if you can you can you do great you know but Again, you know, some things like that, you're like, that's got to go, you know. I wouldn't do that. I'd just have it removed. Yep. They get, they got better. They got stuff. There's, there's new stuff now for that. So. Hmm? Wrecking ball. That's Yeah, I praise the Lord that I didn't have the opportunity. Well, I've got marks, but I don't have tattoos, so um, never did do that. Yeah, yeah, we, they they were doing that when I was a kid. Yeah, yep. the The popular thing was lighters and using the lighter to burn. I've got several of those on my arms, different places, but. What's that? No, it was initiation stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, stupid stuff, stupid stuff. Yeah, that's the and but by the way, that's the that's the lifestyle. That is the and 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 that is the rock lifestyle. That is the world's lifestyle. That's the way the world is. You're not cool unless you got you know, unless you're all marked up with stupid stuff. You know. What's that? That's that's why that's why people smoke. It's that that's the lifestyle. The cool people do it, and so we got to do it. That's that's the that's the thing. Yep. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. But this is what we're getting to, though. A lot of these things that we're talking about in terms of morals and all this, the worldly lifestyle and everything, we have to recognize that when you take what the world has to offer and you try to mix it with with what God says, it doesn't mix. You can't mix it. We're going to, we're going to get there. We're only technically, even though it's the third week, we're only two weeks into this. Um, but we're going to get there after we talk about rock music, right or wrong. We're going to deal with, um, I'll just give you real quick here. Um, that is, that does not actually follow the, the studies here, but it does get into, um, it, uh, it doesn't follow the studies, but it, it does get into, um, uh, 
it gets into the same similar concepts, but it's the reason that I gave that I had you guys get the book and read it is because it goes with the concept, the thought process, the philosophy. Um, so definitely, definitely read it. Um, pace yourself, read it between now and when we finish this. As of right now, we're on target for, and this will change obviously, because some weeks we'll finish, some weeks we won't. We'll have to pick up the next week, but we're on target for about about uh, 13, 12 or 13 more weeks, but it may end up being 15, 16 more weeks, something like that. Um, yeah. So the thing is on this book, I mean, th that book's an easy read. Honestly, you can read that book in about, uh, uh, probably take you if, you, if you just sat down one day and started reading it and just didn't get up, you, you could read it in maybe one or two days. So that, that is difficult. Um, so number three there is, is uh, rock music, good or bad. Then we you deal with, uh, we, we get into jazz and, and uh, a lot of different pop stuff and talk about a lot of those things next week. We'll also get into uh, number four there. In chapter four, we deal with music makes its mark. Um, I didn't fix that. I'm supposed to change that there. While I'm there, I'll fix it. That was when I taught it at McGregor Road. I had my email address on there. Um, so, yeah, and then chapter five uh, deals with uh, order in music, offers harmony in life. There, I didn't delete that either. Order in music, not foreign music. Foreign music offers harmony to life. No, uh, order in music. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so that's that's the first set of slides, and then there's there's uh, chapters six through thirteen, I think it is, um, and and we'll we'll deal with all those subjects uh, as we get through them. But um, but just kind of giving you an idea of what we're what we're looking forward to here. Um, actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and real quick uh, run through just the titles of the next, and we'll. We're way over time. We're gonna we're gonna be here till midnight for the homiletics class. But um, James is trying to run away. Uh, so music builds and destroys. It's chapter six. And we get into let's see here. Chapter seven is music sets the mood. That, that that statement is only partially true. Music, music, it's not music can be powerful. Music is powerful. Um, you got unto the Lord, instruments of praise. Um, by the way, unto the Lord, that's a fast one. Um, short one, I mean. Uh, then uh, how sound becomes a messenger. Then there's there's one that goes and it's it's like all uh, it's like yeah chapters eleven through thirteen that's the last thing with all of them. So there's a possibility if we go one chapter a week that we could be done in less than sixteen weeks. But um, and you know and then this but elements of Christ honoring music uh, and our conclusion. We'll deal with all that. So that's 212 slides on this slideshow. And the first one, I think, has like 500 or something. But um, <clears throat> that's that's kind of an overview. And I, I just wanted to give you guys the uh, the info there. This one's 237 slides. So um, what slide did we stop at, though? Well, we stopped at chapter three. Yeah. So I'll just remember chapter three. We'll leave it at that. Any any last minute questions here or statements on on this music thing? Yeah, it's kind of they 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 kind of lure you in with all different kinds of music, like like country music, for example. Mm -hmm. They'll make a they'll give it a moral tune, right? At least at least at the beginning, but it doesn't stay moral the whole song. And then they'll put the most horrible lyrics 
you can think <clears throat> of with this with the dude or or like that casting crowns mm -hmm. listening to like the whole message that you rebel question everything yeah that was that's that's the sound now country music isn't always a moral tune by the way <laughs> no, not and and in fact that that uh that sound that started out country you know sound by the way there's there's a difference between a country sound and the style country music. That's there's there's a difference between that. There's also, you know, bluegrass. By the way, isn't always good. There's a lot of bad bluegrass. Yes, um, and but the sound, to an extent, can be okay. It just depends on how far it goes because there is the potential for a rebellious sound. In bluegrass as well. Sure. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a break for a few minutes, and then we'll start our. Uh, we're going to we're going to start our homiletics class a half an hour late. So yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm going to be leaving early because I got to go to the airport and get my mother in law.